0: Welcome to the Lily's Voice podcast. I'm Lily and I started Lily's Voice on Instagram as a means to share faith-based words of encouragement. So this podcast is pretty much an extension of that and each week I'll be talking about issues that we face on a daily basis as Christians no matter what stage we're at. This week's episode will be focusing on the importance of us as Christians living beyond ourselves and doing things beyond ourselves and thinking about other people. I'm also going to go into the ways that we can be of service to the people around us and also the importance of having a church community and serving within your church and also some of the ways you can serve within your church. Hello everybody, I had another week's break because I had quite a few things going on so I had to give myself a little break but I am back this week and I'm excited to get into this topic. Also I just wanted to let you know that season one will be over Well, so next week will be the last episode of the season and then I'll have another little break for about a month or so and then I will be back. But then when I am back, the episodes will be bi-weekly. But I'm so excited for season two and I'm excited for the direction that it's going to go in. So please stick with me and support me. I appreciate all of your words of encouragement. They mean so much to me and I'm glad that you are being encouraged by the episodes that have come out so far. So for the last week or so as I've been praying and doing my quiet time I felt God strongly speaking to me about how important it is for us to support each other in prayer and just encourage each other and not get so caught up in the uncertainty of life and the things that are going on in our personal lives that we neglect other people and we neglect our responsibility to support other people sometimes we can get into a bit of a panic mode because of how hectic life can get and it is good for us to pray for ourselves and constantly be in contact and communication with God but we also need to remember not to only pray for ourselves but to also intercede on behalf of other people for example in John chapter 17 verse 4 to 5 Jesus said I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world. So Jesus prayed for himself, but in that same scripture or chapter, sorry, Jesus also prayed for the people that believed in him. So I'm not saying that we should neglect prayer for ourselves, but we should also remember that we have not been put on this earth to live for ourselves alone. So Jesus continued by saying, About the people that had believed in him, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. And being one as followers of Christ is impossible without us supporting each other in various ways. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2 says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 says, in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven I think that the key part of this verse is the fact that it says that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven so it's not suggesting that we purposely do good deeds so that we are seen and so that people can see us doing good deeds but it is so that they can glorify our Father in heaven. So we are supposed to do these good deeds so that we can represent who exactly who God is, so that we embody who Christ is. And we have been put on this earth to do that. So it's important that we constantly do that in order to draw people to Christ and in order to draw people closer to God. So all of these things that we do and all of these things that are expected for us to do It's not for our glory, it's not for credit, it's not for anything like that, but it is solely in order for people to be drawn closer to Christ. And it's a form of evangelism. We also need to remember that God is a God of love. He is a God of justice and he is a God of compassion. So when he sees you genuinely giving yourself to other people and being of service to them, there are certain things in your life that he will just make fall into place. Like I've seen it for myself personally, even things that I've been afraid to pray for. I've not even, you know, there's certain subjects or certain areas in your life that you're just like, do you know what? I'm even scared to address this because it is so overwhelming. Trust me, when you commit to God and you commit to serving him, there's just certain things that he will allow to fall into place. And sometimes you might not get what you think you're looking for. And that is OK, but it is up to you to trust him and trust him for who he is and trust that the purpose that he has for your life is far greater than anything you can imagine so some of the ways that you can be of service to the people around you and the people in your lives are checking in on the people around you showing genuine concern and not approaching checking up on people like you're ticking things off of a list and actually praying for the people in your life And people don't actually always need to know that you're praying for them. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to tell someone that you're praying for them when you're talking to them. But the most important thing is that if you are gonna tell someone that you're praying for them to actually pray for them, because that goes a long, long way. Another way that you can support the people in your life is by uplifting them with words of encouragement or a compliment. You don't know the sort of insecurities that they face on a daily basis. So just a simple compliment that is genuine can go a really long way and you should be secure enough in yourself to be able to highlight the things that other people do well. If you have a friend with a business, support their business, whether it's financially or through advertising, don't ask for discounts because in a way that could you're actually doing your friend a disservice if you do that and that is not support. A lot of people won't be able to express that to you, but that can really hurt the feelings of people. And this is just another practical way of genuinely supporting people because if you support a friend's business and they flourish, they can use what they gain from that business to benefit other people and that is a domino effect and that is exactly the kind of love that God expects us to show to people. So don't constantly ask your friends for discounts when they have a business. If you can't support them financially, then you can advertise for them. This is just another way Of showing your support and being there for the people that are around you if you have a friend who's venturing into a new project or a new hobby support them with some words of encouragement if you know someone who has a really special gift that they may have not identified in themselves yet let them know because you never know how much that could help them I think that the most important thing is that you do everything that you do for other people with a genuine heart and with a genuine conscience, not so that you can remind them that, you know, I did this for you, this is what I did, and not so that you can expect them to constantly give you a public thank you and constantly let people know that, yeah, this person did this for me. Of course, we all like to be appreciated and, of course, we should appreciate each other for the things that we do for each other. But when you expect people to constantly give you props or credit for what you did and you or you linger it over their heads and constantly remind them of the things that you do for them or the things that you've done for them god doesn't get any glory in that And Matthew chapter six, verse one to four even says, watch out, don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. Right, so moving on to the importance of having a church community and the importance of your service within your church. I know that people have various opinions on the importance of going to church, but I'm just going to speak from my opinion and my perspective I know you may not agree, but personally, I think and I've seen and experienced for myself why it is so important to be planted in a church and to just be a part of a community of people that can support you and guide you and mentor you. Because none of us know everything, even me, you know, giving my little pieces of advice or encouragement. I don't know everything. I have people that I'm accountable to. I have people that I seek advice from and I have a strong community of people who can guide me and help me. You may have had previous experiences that have scarred you from churches and just personal issues that you may have had with someone from a previous church that you went to but it's important not to use that or not to make that a reason why you completely isolate yourself from the church even hebrews chapter 10 Verse 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing nearer. Times are tough, like I don't think anyone needs anyone to tell them that times are tough. We all know that. And as mentioned in the scripture that I just read, the day is drawing nearer. God is coming soon whether or not we're ready like it can be at any time so it is important in these difficult times for us to be in communities and surround ourselves with people who can support us so that we can pour into each other, we won't all be strong all the time and there's only so much that listening to sermons at home and speaking to people on the phone can do. We need the support of a community and that's why I would strongly suggest for anyone listening to just find a church to be a part of and find a church that you can serve in. And you shouldn't go to church thinking that you're doing it for someone else or trying to prove using it to try to prove that you're a christian but it should be an affirmation of your service and your commitment to god and your commitment to christ and your willingness to serve god and when you are surrounded by like-minded individuals you'll realize that your priorities will begin to shift you'll be able to hear god in a way that you haven't before everything about you will be transformed and that is why it is so important to surround yourself with people who have the same intention Some of the ways that you can be of service through your church is by volunteering your time. For example, if there is an event at your church and people are needed to help with the event, making yourself available is a good way to be of service. Joining a department in your church, for example, the prayer department, the hospitality team, the evangelism committee or the music team is a way to be of service and it's important to remember that each of these roles are equally important you don't necessarily need to be serving on a platform for your service to be deemed as valuable and if you find yourself feeling a way about not necessarily being seen doing all the things that you're doing then I think you'd really need to do a heart check and really think about your intentions and why you're doing what you're doing and just ask God to help you and remind you that you don't do the things that you do for the glory of man but you do it for the glory of him. So I thought that I would just round all of this up by reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 onwards. It is quite a long one but I think everything in this chapter is vital and I would highly recommend for you to go back and read over this because it is so important. It basically says... The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves and some are free. But we have all been baptised into one body and one, by one spirit and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and less important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honourable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honourable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honour and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it, and if one part is honoured all the parts are glad all of you together are christ's body and each of you is a part of it here are some of the parts god has appointed for the church first are apostles second are prophets third are teachers then those who do miracles those who have the gift of healing those who can help others those who have the gift of leadership those who speak in unknown languages are we all apostles are we all prophets are we all teachers Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. So I'm gonna end it there because I've read a lot, but I really do hope that you go back and read this chapter and this is written by paul so paul goes on to talk about the importance of love in the next chapter i personally love first corinthians but yeah i hope you have enjoyed this very loaded episode and yeah please give me some feedback i'd love to hear your opinions i'd love to hear your thoughts on it and how it's blessed you and how you've benefited from it but ultimately what i want you to take away from this is that yes life is hectic there's so much going on but please do not neglect other people and keep the heart of jesus christ that was to love and to give and to share and god will always remember that and he will bless you in ways that you can never ever imagine Thank you so much for listening to the Lily's Voice podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you leave a review and also rate this episode. Feel free to get into contact with me on my Instagram at Lily's Voice underscore. That's L-I-L-Y-V-O-I-C-E underscore. I'm looking forward to being more interactive with you guys. And feel free to just reach out if there's anything in this episode that you found particularly interesting.